Hey guys, welcome to the host window. I'm Jamie. I'm Brie. And we're the co-hosts of that one time I was abducted by aliens. And today we have the absolute pleasure of talking to one of our favorite people, friend of the podcast, Mike motherfucking Barra. Can you say that? Why not? Okay. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you for having me, ladies. Well, I'm doing as well as can be expected considering the barking dog and uh, I've had the flu for about a week. So it's great to be back with you girls. Absolutely. Yes, we love talking to you. So you're at Contact this year. What is your talk about? Well, it's about um, basically what happened yesterday, which is the dropping of this government intel report. And it, uh, what I'm doing is, is looking at this from a political perspective because nobody's doing that. I mean, all we get is the same crap all of platitudes from the same suspects you know the people you see on tv being interviewed about this who say nothing because they don't seem to know anything and they're not grasping to my mind the disclosure crowd they're not grasping the bigger picture which is why is the government trying to convince us that these videos are alien spacecraft when they're pretty clearly not you know and i'm a little fired up about it as you might be able to tell yeah because I don't think there's anybody else in the community who's actually an aerospace engineer, structural engineer, like I was. And I'm looking at these things and I'm like, these are drones. These are these are like similar, very similar to stuff I worked on, if not the actual programs I worked on. And they're not exotic and they're not doing anything super special. And and why is the government? The government has got to be at least as smart as I am. Right. I mean, I'm thinking that all these all these big shots in the CIA who suddenly want to want to go work for Tom DeLong uh, out of nowhere got to be have access to at least as many resources as I do, like my brain. And um, looking at these and they're going, these aren't alien spacecraft. They're not even close. They're not even really very exotic American military vehicles. So if that's the case, why? is the government trying to convince us they might be aliens. Why? Nobody's asking that question except me, and it's really getting frustrating because people just aren't really dealing with the reality of it. Oh, look, the government notices. Oh, look, 60 Minutes notices. And then they put pictures on their episode of Mylar balloons and said they were flying saucers. I don't know. It's I, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to sort out the political aspects of this. And what, mm -hmm. what I did on my, in, in my presentation is I'm, I'm, I'm showing you all these videos. I'm showing you the Jeremy Corbell video from the USS Omaha, which quite clearly is an object moving away from the ship that just simply disappears over the horizon. It just disappears. Uh -huh. oh, that's all that's happening. It's nothing. It's not an alien spacecraft. It doesn't splash into the water. And I'm looking at the TTSA videos and every single one of those things is moving in a straight line and they're at low altitude and they're less than the speed of sound. And I'm like, okay, those are all military aircraft. One looks like a little bat wing shape. Gee, I worked on a program like that called the X-47B back in 2002 and 2003, which guess what is when they had this sighting and uh -huh. filmed this. So I'm looking at all this. And then I'm thinking, well, you know, there's these great space shuttle videos from mm -hmm. STS-48 and STS-80, which show flying saucers popping over the horizon and flying along and zipping and doing 45 degree angle turns with flashes and being shot at. And nobody's talking about them. And I'm sitting here saying to myself, not to, not to go off on a rant here and not to do a monologue. Do I'm saying to do myself, it. girls, why are we talking about this easily explainable crap as opposed to the stuff that's not easily explainable? Yeah. So it's like somebody is trying to take us down the road, this political road of, of investing in stuff that can be disproven quite easily by anybody with a brain which mm -hmm. excludes the TTSA people and a lot of the commentators you might be yeah. seeing on. And, and yet we're, they're ignoring the stuff that is something that could really challenge people. And I, I don't know, I think it's a setup, but I, I, don't, I don't trust any of these people coming out of the government because I mean, they're counter, Elizondo's a counterintelligence agent. What do you think they do? They put out disinformation. That's what he's done for a living for 20 years. But now we're going to accept him as an authority on UFOs because he says without, as far as I know, any confirmation from the government that he worked on a UFO program inside the government, which we don't have any proof of. So anyway, that's kind of my, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm trying to 
said to people that you you got to be more discerning. All of us were so desperate to be noticed and patted on the head by the news media, who, by the way, have no credibility left anymore after the 2020 election. Uh, why do we why do we care what those people think? And I guess it's because a lot of people want FaceTime on CNN. I don't know. Yeah. OK, so. No, that, that is that it? Is that did I, did I vent no, at all? No. No, no. So my my next my follow up question is is so okay. So the report that just came out yesterday was saying that you know it was like two, out of the two hundred and forty three instances that they investigated, um, only one of them they could explain, right? Right. So why? What do you think that they're trying to say? Because they, they didn't say it necessarily aliens, right? And they didn't. They just mm -hmm. basically said it's not technology that any of our allies or adversaries have. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they're not saying it's alien, why do you think that they would drop this report saying that it's not alien, but not all also us? Like, what do you think that they're What direction are they trying to push us in then? Right. Well, I mean, if you if if the three TTSA videos and the Omaha video are included in that 180 yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Okay, mm -hmm. I can now explain four of them. Okay, so we're now up to four that can be explained. Um, but it's, it, 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 I think this feels like a distraction from something else. And I don't know exactly what, there was nothing very big in the media. I mean, we have the John McAfee story that just broke, which is okay. pretty extraordinary. We have, exactly. you know, we had the Arizona audit, but I'm like, okay, if they're trying to distract us, what are they distracting us from? Because I'm not seeing what they're distracting us from. Exactly. So there seems to be a bigger, deeper agenda. And, you know, a lot of people in this community for years, some of the people that are more out there have talked about, well, you know, one of the scenarios is they're going to fake an alien invasion. So if you, right. I got to say, if that was on the agenda, that one of the ways you would start doing that would be to start, you know, leaking this stuff in media, um, a bit more. But, you know, I mean, I hear people say stuff like, oh, you know, UFOs have moved out of the fringes and into the mainstream. It's like, did you not watch the fucking X-Files for 20 yeah. years? I mean, yeah. UFOs and aliens have been in the mainstream forever. So I'm like, what? There's a certain audience that they're trying to they're trying to gain the attention of. And it's mm -hmm. not us because they don't give yeah. a damn about what we think because no. we, we're already on top of this. Right. Also, we're dangerous, you guys and me, <laughs> because we might actually suss out their BS and expose That's it not. kind of like I'm trying to do, I guess. Yeah. And um, and, and so I, I'm just I mean, I haven't decided yet. Are they are they trying to reach, you know, the Homer Simpson crowd? Are they trying to reach the who are they trying to convince? I guess all the people that wore masks and and believed that the flu could kill them if they were young and healthy um, for the last year and a half are the people that they're, they're trying to, you know, they're, they're trying to convince, oh, there might be aliens. Cause that's definitely where we're at. We're at the, oh, there might be aliens stuff gotcha. without actually admitting that it's aliens. And I'm sorry, I know my answers are long, but they'll get shorter as we go. No, no, I'll no. let you girls talk on your own show. Sorry. No, not at all. You are a part of our show. Yeah, I know. This is all about you. We just have questions. Yes. So I was going to say, you you feel like it's a setup and they're using these videos that can be easily explained. Right. So could it be that they are purposely using those videos so that other people that may be smart and may be able to look through that can then be stronger in their skepticism and kind of throw away the whole UFO topic again, like making the UFO community seem kind of stupid and crazy if they're showing us, look, this might be aliens. But then the smart people are like, no, it's no, not. it's obviously no, it's not. not. Okay, so you're you're making the straw man argument. They're going to set them up, and then they're going to knock them down. And yeah. that that would make a certain amount of sense. Except I, I feel like we're kind of at a critical mass situation here, where where you know everybody's talking about aliens. I mean, you know, come on, everybody's seen alien tattoos, and you know, mm -hmm. I got an alien tattoo, and it. What I think about that is it, it doesn't make a lot of sense that to me that that's what's going on because I don't think they can they can tamp down on aliens anymore you've got all the tv shows you've got all the movies you've got you know again you have 20 years of the x-files or whatever the hell it was on and um and I think what's going on ladies is that aliens are coming whether they like it or not and they know it and what they're trying to do is get out in front of that so that mm -hmm. they can define what the experience is all about. 
And I think that they haven't decided inside yet whether they're going to fake the alien invasion as an excuse to throw us into one world government, which would be mm -hmm. the worst thing that ever happened to humanity, as the last year and a half should have demonstrated to every free thinking person on the planet. Or um, or they're they're just, you know, deciding that they they have a, a, a different agenda that they want to put out there to, to keep the aliens from making any direct contact with us, which is what most of us are looking for here at Contact so you, in the Desert. Yeah, exactly. So do you think that part of it too could be maybe that if they decide to go this threat route that they've been kind of pushing recently in the news media, that it's just kind of like a money grab, like it's just let's get everyone thinking it's threats so that we can pour money into our defenses, exactly. into our military, because I seem we have a lot of these issues in the past when it comes to like wars and stuff that we have our government coming out. Uh, false maybe flags. false flags exaggerating mm -hmm. on things to get more of this government money and to have this public support because i think a lot of people forget that they can get all the money that they want but it's very important to have that public support like it's not you, you can't yeah. accomplish a lot without that public support do you think so do you think that that's another factor of it uh, yeah i think it could be that there's certainly um that certainly is a, a you know a valid perspective i mean i think a tip was nothing more than a money money laundering program for Harry Reid because most people don't know that that the politicians have set it up so that if somebody contributes a million dollars or two hundred thousand dollars to your campaign and you don't spend that money, guess what? You get to put it in your pocket. So here's what happened: Harry Reid decided he wanted to get some money before he retired, and he said, "Well, okay, let's let's get a government program going. What are we going to do? Oh, let's." Let's study aliens. He went to his buddy, Bob Bigelow, and he gave him $20 million, which to set up ATIP, which by the way, is peanuts. $20 million in the US I mean, the US government budget is what? Three trillion, five trillion a year, whatever it is, a trillion dollars. Just so you know, ladies, if you spent a million dollars a day, it would take you 2,700 years to spend $1 trillion. Wow. That's Imagine spending a million dollars. Bree sitting there going, oh, I could spend a million dollars. I was like, I was like, I was like, I agree <laughs> has so many years. So, <laughs> so he gives Bigelow 20, 20 million. Bigelow helps set up this fake Pentagon program or whatever it was. I don't want to say it was fake, but it was, it was, it was not really, they weren't really that interested in aliens. They were just setting up a, a government program. And then Bigelow contributed, guess what? $236,000 to Harry Reid's uh, senatorial, last senatorial campaign. At, at all in the same sequence, it's money laundering. And mm -hmm. Reid retires and takes that home in his pocket and, you know, gets a nicer place in Vegas. I don't know. So yeah. that's part of it. The other part is that, yeah, it then they can then budgetarily set aside money specifically for this stuff, which is going to feed all kinds of hands that are at the trough, like mm -hmm. private corporations like Bigelow Aerospace and others that might want to do this. I mean, private corporations have been researching UFOs for 50, 60, 70 years. Dr. Bob Wood out in, out in the OC, I mean, he, he was uh, hired by, I think it was Hughes back in the 1950s. Study UFOs. They gave him private money without any government involvement, but now everybody's getting smarter. Well, why spend our money? Let's spend the taxpayers' money instead. So yeah, that's absolutely the case. But then the question becomes is, okay, it's just a money-making thing for all these people on the inside that are passing these bucks around, you know, and then all this guy, oh, Elizondo, he's, you know, he gets, he gets paid his government wages to work on the project. And, but then the, the next thing is, is, okay, what we're not getting to, what I'm not there yet with yet is, um, is which way are they going to go with the leverage they're creating? They're definitely yeah. trying to create this leverage. Mm -hmm. Question is, which definition are we going to go to? And I, when I see CIA, when I see Christopher, you know, Chris Mellon involved, deep CIA, Tom DeLonghi, how do you have a silent E on the end of that? It's either DeLong or De DeLonghi. Is it DeLonghi? I always... Spell it D-O-D-E-L-O-N-G with apostrophe E because- Listen, I love him as I a musician. Yeah, he's a great musician, but I personally think he should stay out of the alien stuff myself. Oh, I, where is he? That's what, that's the thing. He's completely- Oh, well, he's gonna, there's actually going to be a Discovery Channel special this weekend, ladies. Is there? I think on Sunday with okay. a whole panel of UFO experts, including Tom DeLong and Josh Gates. And I'm like, what? either one of them, if I wanted to ask you how to tune a guitar, I'd bring Tom DeLong on. Okay, I would, but UFO experts. I'm looking at the list going, wow. 
Those That's people are experts. Okay. Um, so, you know, I mean, it just, it's, it, you have to, we, we are not, what's got me so riled up is that we, as a UFO community, are not addressing the real issue, which is the politics of this. It's not the science. It's not the existence of aliens. We do, they want us to be all happy that they patted us on the back and put some of us on 60 Minutes and put some of us on Tucker Carlson. And, oh, we're supposed to be so excited. Look, the government and the media are acknowledging there's aliens. Well, who fucking doesn't know that there's aliens? It's a contact of the That's desert. Desperate. Well, no, but, but me, and me and Brian right. are saying that, though. I don't under, like who needs the government to tell them that something's real or not? Like what kind of a world are you living in personally that you need the government to tell you to believe something? Isn't that yes. what we've all been trying to go against our whole life is not feeding into True. the government stuff. That's so why all, sudden, thought, yeah, I, why, I, why all of a sudden, but I, all of a sudden is it okay to, to, to need the government to tell you information? I just thought that we were beyond that at this point. Well, I, I did too. And we were both wrong, Gemma. We, 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 we were, we were both completely wrong because I mean, look at how many, names in this community are just like oh, oh the government oh hillary i was gonna say that we were just talking about last night how it seems like there is now a break in mm -hmm. the ufo community of there's like a whole group of people that are just like totally into this this is all they're pumping out all they're listening to all they're retweeting and it's like this huge excitement for them and then there's this other side that is more suspicious to what is actually going on can so it's that, like why yeah can i say that these two words that there are a whole bunch of people that are balls deep into the government telling us what ufos is all about and it's like the oh the same people that we can prove and we've proven over and over have lied to us for 50 60 70 80 years about yeah. aliens and now all of a sudden they're the ones that we're looking to as our saviors i mean come on i agree 100 yeah. percent hundred percent. I just, I, I wish that we could fast forward to like two months from now when the hype of all of this dies down. I don't think it will. I, I feel like they're going to keep throwing little, what, like more. What do you think? Do you think that they're going to continue to they do that alone? Ladies, they can release videos till the cows come home. They've got a lot more of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And most of it's probably Russian or Chinese or our own drones. Let me just tell you, I've worked on secret programs. If we have a secret drone that that we're going to test. And by the way, if you notice all these videos, they all take place in military testing ranges. You know why? Because they're military equipment. That's why. And, you know, we're not going to tell the grunts in the Navy at the USS Omaha, oh, we're going to be testing our new super secret stealth drone tomorrow. Let's see if you guys can find, you're not going to, they're not going to tell them that. They just throw it out there. So these guys are taking videos and are all excited. There's going to be more. They've got more of this, uh, Gemma. They really do. Well, what about the argument? So I know we have had discussions with other people in this community that are very about this. And their comeback argument is always that, well, at least it's getting it into the public eye. At least other people are seeing yeah, it. At least so it's in what, the is, media. what is your stance about that? Do you think that there is a sparkling hope of optimism in that? Or do you think that we should just throw the baby out with the bathwater and all of it is just tainted? If... Did you guys ever see the movie Watchmen? Yeah, no, of course. Not me, but she has. Oh, yeah. If, if, if this was a movie Watchmen, I would be Rorschach, okay? I'd be the guy that you have to splatter all over Antarctica because I'm going to tell people the fucking truth, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the truth is, no, throw the baby out with the bathwater. The thing is, that, where did my camera go? Oh, no, we lost Mike's camera. <laughs> Should we do a little dance? We can hear you, so just, oh, there you are. Something happened there. Um, so where was I? Um, it, it, it's already in the, it's already in. Mainstream. It's called the X-Files. It's called Independence Day. It's called Contact in the Desert. It, it, it's already there. So this idea that, oh, it was, well, who, who are we trying to reach now? People that read the New York Times and believe that it's true? People that watch yeah. CNN and think that what they're watching on CNN is real. real. People that watch Fox News and think that what Fox News is telling them is real. None of that is real. Yeah. They don't even tell you the truth about where money comes from. I mean, they're not going to tell you the truth about aliens. So it's like, to me, to me, we just keep, 
you know, it's the tortoise and the hare. If you want to run off and get all excited and 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 go on the I, I mean, I, I think about who is CNN's audience and I don't really care if I reach any of those people or not. Because <laughs> they're not the smartest yeah. Americans. Well, and it's also it's an older generation. Like a lot of people who watch CNN are like people's news outlets because i don't think we should just particularly call yeah it not CNN. just cnn i think all of this it's not like the younger generations who are sitting around watching the news it's a lot of the older generations who are spending a lot of time at home and those are the people who aren't very informed in this society so it's those types of people where those audiences just keep shrinking and shrinking because there is so much untruth in the world right now not just around aliens but around literally everything everything and, and that level of untruth i mean that the audiences just keep getting smaller so i feel like you know look if there had been a 60 minutes uh episode show segment about ufos in 1990 it would have made an impact today it means right. nothing gotcha. I, I personally i haven't watched 60 minutes in 15 or 20 years yeah, yeah. I, I haven't read anything i haven't taken anything from the new york times seriously for at least 10 years okay my the vast majority of people, of Americans, let's focus on America because we're Americans for the moment, um, are the same way. And they're getting their information from all these other places. And those other places are talking about aliens and UFOs and happened for a long time. Because okay, so here, wait, I have a question. Here's my question then. So where do we need to direct our attention to now when we're talking about the UFO society and culture, right? So let's say we forget about the government stuff that's coming out. Where do we direct our, where, where do we direct our effort to now? Like what, what should we be looking into if we're not looking into this UFO government report? Well, I think you have to look at individual cases. Mm -hmm. You have to be taught. I mean, there are so many great cases out there that aren't getting attention. One, that one time I was abducted podcast, you know, you need to be interviewing. I don't know if you've ever had Tom Reed on. You need to have Tom on to talk about his experience. Okay. You need right. to have Travis Walton on. You need to, you need mm -hmm. to be, truth, right? So talk Send me about their email. Hmm? Send me Maybe. their email. I think we can get it. <laughs> okay, like, so, we'd love to, we would love so, to interview those types of people. And that's what we want. We, we want to know like where, like, what's next because right now we have not a lot of answers and a lot of confusion and so we like me and Bree are really focused on right now to it's not about the government stuff it's about the individual experiencers talking about their experiences and do you agree that that's the direction that we need to continue to go towards yes it's the direction we're already going I mean the fact that there are podcasts this technology is is incredibly uh you know, uh, democratizing. I mean, we, we can get this out to the people. You guys have a podcast, get all the right guests on there and talk to them and let them share their stories and let's exchange information that way. Because what these other media, dominant media outlets are, and they're not dominant anymore, is, is they're a hierarchy and a structure and all the hierarchies and structures are breaking down and they are going, just like that building in Florida, they are all going to break down in the next five or six years. And I honestly think and hope that what's going to happen in the next three months is, is likely to start shattering people's versions of reality on not just UFOs and aliens, but on many different subjects. So, I mean, I got my fingers crossed that we really are at a nexus road point here, but if not, the next five years are, are so who's the media now? You girls are. Okay? People, people, people who like are you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, not just us, but I think anybody who's entertaining enough to come out and give this information out to the public, we need more of that. Like, don't get me wrong. Me and Brie also think we're amazing too. listen to our podcast, <laughs> but there's so many more people. It's so accessible now with the internet and everyone having laptops and Zooms and all these things that yep. we could flood all of this information out there. And we don't need the news media anymore. We don't need these big media corporations. No, you don't. And they're old and stayed and slow moving and corrupt to the core and owned by a few vile people at the top mm -hmm. who have an agenda not to expand the transfer of information, but to suppress it. So go around them, pretend like they're not there and let them collapse in your rearview mirror. Let them fall down and, and crack up in the rearview mirror. 
could that be the reason why then it's all these major news media outlets that are pushing this story right now? Could that be to bring people back in to focusing on them? Oh, no, no, wait, don't go over there. Don't go over there. If you go over there and follow Bree and, and Jane, you, you guys might find out the truth. We don't want that. Come back here. Come back here. Come back here. We'll pay attention to you. We'll pat you on the head. We'll tell you you're smart. And then we'll tell you what we want you to think aliens are and so why they're here. That's what the whole distraction is then. It's not that they're distracting necessarily from some type of event. That's not what they're trying to distract from. They're yeah. trying to distract from the real information getting out there. Yeah, I mean, well, truthfully, that's a good point, though, because a couple years ago in the UFO community, what were we all talking about? The secret space program. Right. Over and over and over. Right. right. And that seemed to be a lot of decent whistleblowers. Some no, but there were some other people that had some valid information. So mm -hmm. could that also play in somehow? Because I feel like we're not talking about that anymore. Yeah. No, now the hot topic is what's in the news about these videos. Right. And they're trying to distract you away. It's very clever, Brie. They're trying to distract you away from thinking they might be our technology. And they're trying to get you to think they might be aliens. Why? Yeah. Because they don't want you to know that we have that technology. So and do you think that's... that that technology that they have, though, okay, because you've worked on some of these drones and stuff. Do you think that there's a possibility that they're using back engineered UF crashed UFOs? And that's why they don't want the they don't want to say that it's our technology because we don't want to let the cat out of the bag that we have access to ufos yes sure exactly and because that was that's kind of an end game you know and they don't want to get to the end game they want to keep stringing us along at at first you know brie i did think this was going to be oh they're going to release this and it's going to distract from some other big story and i i thought well maybe it's going to be the arizona audit's going to end and they're going to need a big distraction from that but then when i saw that they dumped it at four or five thirty in the afternoon Eastern time on a Friday. That started in the Clinton administration. You got bad news, you put it out on a Friday or a Saturday afternoon when everybody's camping yeah. or whatever and nobody's paying attention. And by Monday it's over, right? Mm -hmm. So um so when I saw them dump it out, I realized okay, they've changed directions here. And then obviously they had this little short five page I mean, really, pages, yeah. Really four or five pages of any substance in there. At, mm. at, in this report, uh, I, I thought, okay, well, they're just dumping this. So they, they don't need a big distraction. So it, it's part of a, um, maybe a more subtle agenda. Yeah, to get us away from talking about secret space programs. I agree. All right, so, so on that line, you know, we've all been locked inside. Have you had any UFO experiences over the past year while you've been trapped in your home? Well, yeah. I haven't been trapped. Uh, I haven't been. I've gone, I mean. anyway. I've gone you know out anyway. I've gone out anyway, and I've refused to wear my mask, and I've armed up. Um, but no, 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 I haven't seen anything. And it's it's kind of interesting that with all of us trapped inside, we none of I really haven't been in any big sightings or anything. Um, well, is I've it seen that a lot of people have like really small experiences, like oh my god, I was in my backyard and saw something. So I was wondering yeah. if that's maybe more universal because we're just kind of like sitting at home, not doing anything, looking up at the sky. But you're saying that you haven't had any, like it's just been regular schmegular for you. Feels like it. Feels like yeah, nothing special. I mean, you gotta understand. I have only had two UFO sightings in my entire life, both of which took place when I was working on um, a show called Uncovering Aliens uh, mm -hmm. that we did for Discovery and back in 2014. And I really haven't had any since then. Um, but have you so, been actively seeking it out? Or do you think that you, like, do you, if well, I invited you to a because, UFO, I think it's because, Well, I think it's because I was doing the show about aliens and the gotcha. aliens were interested in the show that we were doing. So that's, that's it. Um, but yeah, other than that, then no. So, I mean, no, just nothing. I mean, you know, I, I, 2019, I flew all over the place doing the uh, Truth Behind the Moon Landing show. Um, Jesus, I, you know, I must have flown 20, 30, 40 times uh, that year. Didn't see anything. And then 20, 2020, it's like, uh, if you're at home more, is it that you're just so totally focused on Netflix? So you're not paying attention that we don't have as many interesting sightings? Or is it, is it more that um i would think in some ways that might make people pay more attention to what's going on but i think yeah because they're bored but i don't know 
I, I don't know. I know some people that are so insane. They literally were afraid to go out and barbecue in the backyard because of the COVID. That's a little like, extreme. I'll give you that. Like, it doesn't I'll fly. Through the, it doesn't fly through the air and go up your nose. That is very crazy. Yeah, not to barbecue in your backyard. That's that one's interesting. So, do you they think there are people stay. out there then that are like, "Oh my God, first there's COVID in the air, now not aliens, aliens. are coming." It like doesn't fly through out. the air. It doesn't fly through the air and come sneaking up your nose or into your eyeballs and make you sick. It's crazy shit. So in, the, in this report, did you find anything in there at all? That was interesting. That anything. you feel like was valid, something we could take from, or, I mean, to me, I read it and I felt like it was what they've already been saying. Yeah, Just I agree. Nothing. I agree with you exactly. It's the okay. same you could have written the exact same copy in 1989 or whenever, whatever year you ladies were born. You could have, could have written the same copy, um, 1990, same copy exactly because they've always had sightings of things they can't explain. They've always mentioned that as far back as project blue book. They said, well, you know, there's a couple thousand, I think then cases we're not sure what they were. Same thing here. The only real difference is that it's, uh, it's military guys. It's reports from some military people. But so what? There's always been military reports. I mean, there's a million books out there. Most of it's off the record, but there's been a million reports for years. So what's new or what's different about this report? And quite frankly, I couldn't think of a thing. That's why first thing I did on my Instagram is I, I skimmed through it once, said nothing burger and put it up, put up a big giant nothing burger on my Instagram. So because there's nothing there. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's like literally, literally they got, they were, they had, they were fourth and one on the goal line with five seconds left in the Super Bowl. They had a chance and they punted. Yep. <laughs> like not only did they, not only did they not go for the touchdown to win the game and not kick the field goal to tie the game, they literally punted the ball back and said, here, you guys take the ball. We're done. So they did walked they, away, really. They did. But, and then, so obviously the report was nothing. And I think the videos that we talked about earlier, those i agree those mm, yeah i mean if you don't if you don't agree with me i'd love like, to see some other engineers or anybody yeah. else take a look at my videos and tell me where i'm wrong yeah, in my analysis on. let's talk but what about the whole nimitz encounter and the whole like tic tac ufo thing and and with those fighter pilots saying like yeah that was so weird you know they they're coming okay. out telling these stories okay. and that's why people are really believing them saying oh my gosh they were afraid to come forward but they are and they're amazed do you think that that story was legitimate or do you also think that that could have been kind of like a psyop kind of situation? A, a yeah. black ops, yeah, dark kind of um, against secret space program type of craft. And they, they were, just let them come out with the story. They were so afraid to come forward that they ended up on national television talking about it. <laughs> oh, I'm so afraid to come forward. What is it up with that one? pilot's haircut with the shaved head and a little foofy thing on top what it what is it rainbow night at the pilot school at top gun or something well i don't understand that haircut i don't get it and i don't understand why does elizondo why would you don't wear a collar when you have no neck okay i don't have much of a neck you don't wear a high collar shirt lou you just you don't do it and shave them shave that thing whatever that whatever that Squirrel is on your chin. Shave it, dude. Shave it. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. So, my, so minus their appearances. My, yeah, minus their appearances. Having said that, um, it's the Tic Tac video is a blob. Okay, if you have an airplane flying at a distance, right from from the camera and the camera is a infrared instrument which has a very poor visual resolution mm -hmm. um the heat signature of the engine if it's pointed away from you is is gonna be a blob so all you're seeing is a blob okay most of the movement is the camera the gimbal moving around all right and when it shoots off to the side it doesn't shoot off to the side what happens is that they zoom. If you look, there's a little zoom factor on there and it goes from one to two. And all that happens is that whatever's out there that they're tracking, they just zoom up past it and they lose it. It, it ends up off the screen. That's all that happens, which is completely obvious, which I've been telling people for two years, 
watch it. And then what happens after that, guys? They cut the video off immediately. Oh, it zoomed off the screen. And then they cut the video. That I want to see the rest of the video because I'll tell you what the rest yeah. of the video shows. The rest of the video shows is they go back from zoom two to zoom one, zoom back out, and then the instrument reacquires it. You have to remember these are computer programs. They're relatively primitive. They're early 2000s. And if you watch as they flip from infrared to visual on that instrument, and as they zoomed in and zoomed out, they continued to have problems acquiring the object and locking on it. And then that last one, they zoom past and it looks like it goes that way. Now, if this was a plane flying away from you, it, it's possible it started to turn like that. At the same time, they zoomed up and then that exaggerated the effect. But they didn't, it didn't shoot off. It, they just zoomed past it. They lost the track and then zoomed past it. That's okay, all that so happened. Do you so prove me, prove me wrong. Release the rest of the video and prove me okay. wrong. We've been talking about a lot of videos that aren't that you think are, right. are BS, right? Give well, me. I'm not saying they're BS. I'm saying they're not flying saucers. From okay. So give me. Do, is there any videos that you genuinely believe are of a flying saucer? Yes. Government or not government? Okay. What examples? Yeah. Space shuttle mission STS 48 is the most extraordinary video I have ever seen in my life. It's been analyzed by me, by physicists, by optical people by Richard Hoagland, who's one of the smartest guys in the world. And it's going to show you a flying saucer popping over the horizon, flying along at a couple thousand miles an hour, and then doing a 45 degree angle turn when it gets shot at right over Pine Gap, Australia, where the CIA has a super secret weapon space. Okay. So yeah, I can show you that. Pine Gap is very known for that area of having a lot oh. of strange things going on. Exactly. So STS-48 video, watch that. And the STS-80 video, which is from a couple years later, I think in 94, where, um, you know, we're just flying along space shuttle, watching, looking down on Santiago, Chile, and all of a sudden this thing comes squiggling up out of Santiago at about a thousand miles an hour. And then all these weird things start flying around. And then this big sucker comes flying in kind of holds position for a while with the shuttle, and then it goes back the way it came, flying saucer all the way. Now, I'm not saying alien spacecraft. I'm saying flying saucer, and I'm, I'm saying that there's a difference. We have flying saucers. Do you guys, are you guys muted? You guys are, I can't hear you guys. Can you hear us now? Now I can hear you, yeah. Okay, so what's the difference? Well, anybody, can build a flying saucer. I, I think my, I, guess what? I wrote a book called Hidden Agenda about the secret space program, trying to put together what we actually knew. And I concluded that in 1958, T. Townsend Brown, an American inventor, figured out how to make a flying saucer work and gave the information to the Navy. And the Navy said, thanks very much and never talked to him again. And I think went out and built their own flying saucers. So- I've seen pictures of, of some of the US Navy's, and you can Google them, of them, making a mock craft yeah so i i mean i find that to be incredibly plausible and then you have what's his answer. name um i want to say mark chandless but i don't remember if that's his name mm. guy who saw the alien exploration vehicle in a hangar at an air show in in california mark mcclandish mm. mark mcclandish his yeah, case i talk about yeah. that in the book in hidden agenda i talk about that so um, yeah, we've been building flying saucer-like technology for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think part, you have to remember there, to my mind, there's, there's a real war going on right now, uh, a mm -hmm. political, geopolitical war going on. And, and mm -hmm. I think it's got very deep implications and it involves aliens. And there is an agenda on the part of some people who have this technology to make sure it does not get out to the general public. Mm -hmm. So blaming aliens for our when it's our own technology that we're observing and filming and that sort of thing is mm -hmm. is definitely an agenda that makes some sense and suits their purposes so yeah uh, okay so then with that if if that's the agenda and i know you've raised the question about lou elizondo do you think he's obviously in cahoots with that agenda then. And so he is still working with the CIA and he hasn't quit like he said he was. His whole story about how he was working with them and then he was so upset because they didn't take him seriously and then he's quit 
And now he's this whistleblower that we all trust. Or do you think it's a lot like the Bob Lazar situation where maybe he he is somebody gaslit. with some real information, but he's being gaslit. Exactly. No, I, I do trust Lazar. I do not trust Elizondo. I do not trust Elizondo farther than I could throw him, which isn't very far. Is that um, just because he said he worked for the CIA or what is it exactly? Yeah. What's the red flag for you? He's a lifelong counterintelligence agent. That means his job is to lie to people. Yeah. That's his job. And we're taking this guy. When I heard uh, somebody whose name I won't mention, Nick Pope, say at a conference <laughs> a couple years ago that I think Louis Elizondo is the most important person ever to come into the UFO community, I practically crapped my pants. <laughs> There's not a thing about this guy that you can trust or believe. And then look at who he associates with. TTSA, Chris Mellon, who's deep state CIA. I mean, come on, folks. Yeah. yeah. Look, if you want to be like, I'm not gonna mention any names, Linda Moulton Howe, and believe that the deep state are the good guys. If you think the deep state are the good guys, then fine, go along with that agenda and believe everything they say. I personally don't think they're the good guys. I don't think what I would call the, the dark secret government. I mean, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen what Dolan said about this yet. And this is a real litmus test for Dolan because he's written, he's written all this stuff about the secret government and breakaway civilizations and all that stuff. So this is literally the secret government putting out a report with an agenda behind it, which as far as I can tell, I'm the only one who seems to be really figured out or really talking about. I'm really interested to see what, is he going to go, oh, yeah, yes, aliens, look, they're paying attention to us. Or is he going to say, this is another piece of disinformation from the people who have been disinforming us for the last 70 years? I'm curious. <laughs> And that's what Brie was talking about not earlier. To, not to go to war with everybody in the UFO community, but... Well, yeah, no, there's this divide between the two in the yeah. community right now. There's people who are staying on this side and staying on that side, and people are drawing lines, unfortunately, right now. And that's, I think, part of the disinformation and what we not need to do. We need to not draw these lines. What's important is that we all come together and collectively share information and stop stop making it so that we're all in different camps with each other. Well, I just don't, I just don't get, I mean, That's look, purposeful, maybe. There, yeah. there are some people who, who are all balls deep in this because they, it's going to get them, they think it's going to get them FaceTime on some program. So some TV yeah. There see. are people who are true believers who, who somehow have gone from the government is lying to us about everything to the government is our savior. I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can't work with those people. Guys, there's there's nothing, there's no, where's the common ground? Yeah. Really? I mean, either either everything you said before and believed before and researched before is true or it's not. If it's true, you can't take that position. And I, I, we are in a polarizing time. I wrote a book about this called The Choice in 2010, yeah. meaning what's happening in our culture yeah. worldwide on this entire planet is everybody has to pick a side. Mm -hmm. We've been going through that for five, six years now. We're going to continue to go through this for the next four or five years until everything gets hashed out. So I, don't think we're doing this I mean, I, I'd love to say there's no, con we, let's not have conflict, but there's going to be conflict. And it's just, it's the nature of the fluctuating field environment that we're in right now. Okay. So what's next then, Mike? Like, okay. Our, like, what do we need to do going forward from hit, hit this point on? Like, what's the next steps that we need to do? Well, I think, I think first of all, what would be great would be to have kind of an honest, open forum debate someplace like contact, but let's have it in a state where people are actually, you know, allowed to come to a conference. People actually can come in person mm -hmm. and let's, let's stream it. And let's have people like me that are on this one side and let's have people on the other side that, that take the a polarizing view that, oh, you know, the government's wonderful and all this other stuff. And let's, let's throw all this out there. Like, I'd love to get on stage and debate, debate. Elizondo on any of these guys yeah. and, and, and go over these videos and argue it out and hash it out with them in front of everyone and, and then have a sit down panel in front of a real audience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's bring 
let's bring 60 Minutes and all these yeah. people, Sarah exactly. Carter, yeah. Tucker Carter, yeah. let's bring them all down to Florida. Let's have it at Mar-a-Lago. Let's go do it there. Let's have it somewhere in Florida or Texas where people can assemble freely. Hey, Vegas, and, Vegas um, is open now. No, Vegas, let's go. It's open. Yeah, Vegas has been open for over a month now. Let's go to Vegas. Let's do it there. I, I mean, I really there. think, yeah. and I really think not a, not a whole, maybe just, you know, maybe just a one night thing on a Saturday and stream it yeah. to the whole planet. Whole world, yeah. And, and hash this all out and, yeah. and see where people fall on it. Because I think, I think right now there's just, there's not a serious discussion. This is what's frustrating me and why I've got so much energy. There's not a serious discussion about this. It's all, oh, yay, look at us. They're finally paying attention to us or, um, or you know, just shut up and be quiet. And uh, of course there's aliens, you know, these are aliens. Of course they are. I mean, come on, you know, let's yeah. get, let's drag DNI Ratcliffe down. Let's invite him down. Let's invite, I, let's invite the guy who ordered this report. Let's have exactly, him, yeah. let's yeah. have him tell us. Let's, let's get, uh, let's get these people out and talk about this. That's you know, I don't think it'll happen. I'm going to tell no, because no, but it's a good point. No, no, it's not. Yeah. And it just reminds me that I actually haven't seen any news source even write the story of this possibly being a government plan. No one is even questioning where I feel like with any other story, there's always someone, Who's someone in the news, in the news media that questions, questions the agenda. Yeah. And it's not right. happening. Whereas everything you see i did see a little bit of a headline of a new york times piece and things like that they're all you're right they are all in lockstep oh government says there might be aliens they can't explain these sightings they might be a threat it's all the same what does that tell you that tells you that that is the lie mm -hmm. yeah and then you look at people in our community who are pushing that same agenda then what are they pushing they're pushing lies Lies. Is it just some of them? I think for self-serving agents. What's that? Is it just because we're desperate, like you said, for that pat on the shoulder that some of us maybe they're not thinking that the government has always lied to us. They're just thinking I can push this out and people will take my work seriously. Yeah, that's part of it. And and oh, I might get you know I might get FaceTime on CNN for this, and that's part of it. And then and but there there has to be some people. There have to be some more people in this community that have some integrity. I'm just waiting to yeah. see who that this is a great litmus yeah. test. This 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 report coming out has been a, it's a great litmus test because I'm gonna watch mm -hmm. and see what people say about it in their substance. Okay. In the substance of what they say. A lot of the people who have been screaming disclosure the loudest for the last 15 years have had very little to say about this so far because mm -hmm. it's That's not true. disclosure right so I, yeah 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 we have a we have we're you know again this is what this period in human evolution is forcing us to do everybody is having to come to a yeah. decision point and expose who they really are and why is that though like is what, that like a spiritual you, journey yeah like what is it about yeah, now it's, it's it's a spiritual physical energy that it's it has to do with how physics really works, which is what the aliens understand and what the people who have the secret space program technology understand. And it has it goes all the way back to Richard Hoagland's book, The Monuments of Mars and the book we wrote together, Dark Mission and my book, The Choice. The bottom line is to keep it really simple is that this period in time, starting with December 21st, 2012, through at least 2024 mm -hmm. is a period of transition and mm -hmm. are are we going to fix what's broken or are we going to burn it down and start over again that's what we're in the middle of right now and what are we 2021 we're on the uh, we're on the downslope side but the part yeah. and it, it has to do with physics and astronomy and astrology and I go over it all in the book and it's not that complicated but it's too complicated for the next 10 minutes of a podcast uh well I call the book the choice because we're all being forced at this point in time to choose which side we're on 
in our lives. That's interesting that you wrote that book in the past because it's so relevant. So relevant right now. So I feel like that would be a great book for everyone to go out and read right now to try to better understand the deeper meaning maybe of everything that's been happening. I think everyone agrees that since that date, things have just been getting weirder and weirder Weirder. and weirder for us. Like, are you coming out with a part two to the book in the next few months Um, or something like that? Well, I have a book that I've thought about writing. Good at this point. Well, it's called Ancient Aliens in the Deep State, right? Okay. But I, I can't finish it because I don't know how it's going to end. We're still... Oh. Right? So then how do you feel it's going to end with the choice? Do you feel like we are burning it down to start over? Well, I think there are institutions and hierarchies. And, well, here's the, what I wanted to tell you is at the end of the book, I said, I said, I don't really know what's going to happen in this eight to 10 year transition period. I just know, 12 year period, I just know things are going to be different and things are going to get really weird. You're going to have people you never thought um, would be taken seriously, like in politics, are going to become powerful. I, I, I went back and I read that and I went like, wow, I think I was talking about the election of Trump and I didn't know it or Brexit or something like that. So you're going to have people come into power, your, mm-hmm. your financial structures and your governmental structures are going to come under incredible stress and pressure. And everything mm-hmm. that the existing hierarchy tries to do to stop this movement, and I call it the global sovereignty movement now, of it, people wanting individual sovereignty over their own lives and their own choices. Every choice they make is gonna be the wrong choice. And they're gonna make it worse and worse and worse. And I, mm-hmm. I look around the world and I just see that happening everywhere. I mean, you look at what's going on on the planet, um, there's no way that our banking systems and our governmental structures are going to make it through the next few years intact. They're just not. FBI, Department of Justice, most of the judges and courts, they all, they all have to go. I mean, our military leaders, some of the nutty things coming out of them. I mean, it's like we're at a crossroads and um, yeah, we all have to make our individual choices as to how we move forward. The cool thing about it, though, is that if the old stuff is gone and destroyed, guess what? We get to decide how the new stuff is gonna work. Just like they did in the American Revolution in 1776, exact same situation. So do you think that it's important then and that it's necessary that we draw lines right now? Because if that's what it's gonna be, we need to know which which group of us needs to continue on and to build and which group needs to not continue on and build, right? Well, we don't know that right now. I mean, we don't, we don't know what choices we're going to make. A lot of us haven't made the choice yet. I mean, we're going to, but we haven't made it yet. So what's going to happen at, at some point in the next three, four years is everybody's going to start taking their sides, what we're, what we're seeing now, the stress that we're under right now is because there are a lot of people who haven't chosen yet and we're waiting for them to see what they're going to do. 